for this opportunity. Wow. You know what? I just want to get into this because guess what? <laughs> You're going to tell us some things that we need to know because you made me just almost fall out talking about you said poverty to prosperity. So tell us a, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about yourself <laughs> and the amazing things that you have going on in your life. Well, I'm um I'm I'm the CEO, like you said, I'm the CEO of Financial Bondage Broken. We've been in business since 2017, helping men and women um, within the tri-state area get out of debt, uh, manage their finances, and also using God's principles on how to um, live a life of prosperity. So um, my motto is, you know, the blessings of the Lord makes us rich and adds no sorrow. So if we want to have wealth and be prosperous, how do we get there without being, you know, distressed and stressed out when we get the more? 
You know, we don't want to look like the world when we're when we're getting it, going into prosperity. So we've been in business since 2017, helping men and women around the tri-state area. Um, I actually started with my own uh, financial poverty. Uh, I was a single parent living paycheck to paycheck, um, about to get put out of my apartment, no food, nothing to show for where my money was going until I asked God to show me how to do it. And he gave me a strategy starting with uh, budgeting, um, planning, and investing. So I was, within months I was, uh, in the very beginning, within months I was able to save over thousands of dollars by cutting back on things that I was wasting my money on, which was um, my son and I love to eat out. So fast forward, you know, God told me that he wanted me to show his people how to um, be good stewards just like he showed me. So that is my purpose. I've been doing it, like I said, actually since 2015, but financial bondage broken has been in effect, like I said, 2017. And I just love what I do. Um, we're helping. I've been, all, I've been to the Bahamas. Uh, teaching about financial principles, empowering um, the men and women over there, like right after the hurricane took place. Um, I've written a book called Breaking Chains of Financial Bondage, Steps to Generational Wealth. Um, I'm really excited about that. It's being sold across the the country as we speak. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about where financial bondage broken is going. Um, We have a lot of things going going on and coming up. For example, uh, a credit repair class that I'm doing virtually uh, through Zoom, which will be on August 15th. So I'm looking forward to meeting new people and just helping so many people go from poverty to prosperity. Mm, I love that. I love that. Now let's circle back a minute because um, you said some amazing things about just uh, you know kind of anecdotal of what you experience with your clients and you just have heard just from experience. What do you think we kind of got off track, if you will, in regards of you know God's principle? You know, wealth is in the Bible. <laughs> you give you know God gives us the power you know the power to get wealth, and and money is in the Bible, and especially in the Old Testament they talk. Whatever they did, pretty much, they bought an offering, you know, burn offering or even, you know, the spoils and all that. What do you think we, I'm saying we, meaning the whole, the world in general, got kind of off track to, uh, I guess, put so much value in money that we actually ended up changing our mindset that it controlled us instead of we controlling it. I think that we've we've lost track in um, realizing what the purpose is. Um, for example, you know, the Bible states that, you know, um, don't be worried about what you would eat, what you would drink, all these things, because that's what, you know, the unbeliever, the world thinks about and worry about. So we've got off track off of off of God and put our minds on what I need, what I have, or what I want to get. So when we start thinking about all those things that we want to do or where we want to go, um, and we start working hard to live that lifestyle or obtain that lifestyle that we desire, that's how we, we lost we lost the purpose, you know. So I'm I'm here to just help people get back into that purpose where our main focus is on God because he said that if we seek in him and his righteousness, all the other things will be added. If we if we seek him in everything that we do, then he said that I will provide every need that you have. So 
that's where the peace comes from. When we put in our entire heart and our entire focus on him, then we don't have to worry about how we're going to get that life that we want to live because God will provide it if we're seeking his will. So that's the key thing. we got to seek God and his righteousness. I hope that mm-hmm. answers your question. No, no, you did wonderful. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know how you hear people say that, you know, uh, what well, the Bible actually says, that, like you just said as well, that God will provide. But I think a lot of times the disconnect, and I have been in my own life, ladies and gentlemen, and I had to repent mm-hmm. and I had to get a, a renew my relationship with God right. to really trust him because if you cannot yes. look at what the world does. You cannot do that. And I think yes. it's so uh, ironic that my first sermon that I did publicly is based on Proverbs 3, 5, 6, with trust in the Lord and lean not to your own yes, understanding and all that, that way, acknowledge it. Right, because God said I did that because I want you to make sure you do that in your life because I got so much, you know, plan for it. And he has that for yes. you guys as well. You know, he's no yes. special person. But, but, but let, let's take this further. I think that, uh, and, and you give us your, your take, and, and then, of course, I want to come back to how, you know, how the journey, the patient, I'm saying patient, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I am a, y'all know I'm a, a theologist as well. But what do you think, because, uh, see, the thing is, is our children, we have to really, me personally, uh, I, my sister was great because she was four years ahead. So the bank account and those kind of things I, I learned from her. And most of my dad, my dad, he's the guru of the finances when I was growing up. But from what I'm hearing is a lot of that is not taking place at, at home. And I know you're feeling that gap and the advocate for that. But but what can we do at home to kind of help our children just get the terminology so they can actually know that, you know, we can have wealth, but you have to know how to manage your money wisely. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, I like to um... – it always starts from home. You're very, you're very right. It always starts from home. So if we showing them that we can be good stewards, for example, um, putting money aside for our savings, um, paying our bills on time every month, um, managing our debts, you know, showing them, being the example, it can, it can change that generational poverty cycle. So it, the younger, the better. You know, if we start them with, you know, little allowances, working for, uh, working, doing little things, five years old, I had my son cleaning his room, you know, something small that they can, they can comprehend, they can understand. And then we, we put the, the, uh, whatever, a portion of um, his income that he got with his allowance, which was his allowance, into his savings. And then we put a little bit into the, the uh, offering plate because we teach them about tithes and offering because we're going to teach them about, about putting God first and putting a little bit of money on over to the side for their own spending. So if we teaching them, you know, little things and starting them young, then it, it changes that cycle. So like I said, I started my son young with the allowance and everything. Uh, he was about five or six years old. And then as he got older, I saw – you know, the teachings that I was, I was doing over the years 
start to manifest as he got older. So now he's 17 years old, and he's now, you know, he has his own checking account because he works a part-time job, and he puts money aside um, into his savings account every every two weeks when he gets paid. He makes sure he puts aside the 10% in the offering uh, for the tithes and offerings so because we put in God. And then he, he, he putting into place and researching things on how he can invest in a business when he graduates from high school and college when, so that he can invest in more stocks and bonds. And, and we just check those things. So if we just teach him and then, you know, showing them while we're teaching them, then that stops the generational cycle of poverty. Mm-mm, girl, you know, you ain't said it right there. Ooh, that's an amen <laughs> three times, okay? But let's yeah. dive into this because I know the ladies and gentlemen want to know, uh, kind of walk us through, of course, as we know, everyone's situation is a little different. That's why we, you know, you yeah. got to contact her one-on-one, okay? <laughs> but I, what, what does it look like for a client's journey when we actually obtain your products and services? Okay, so when a person contacts me, you know, I I always talk to them. I want to get to know them, and I want to know what their why is. You know, God's not moved by our tears, so I'm not going to be moved by your tears either. So I need to know what your why is. What is that thing that is pushing and pulling at you to change the way you you're you're managing your finances? So we're talking about that. So once once you sign up, you pay that invoice, and you sign up. Our, your first assignment before we have our first meeting is I want you to track your spending. I want you to see, I need you to see that number that so that you will know what it is you're wasting your money on. So when you're tracking your spending, you're going to put, put it you know, uh, what you're spending, and you're going to uh, identify it some way as a need or one, whether you're just going down your bank statement or you're literally writing things down. Um, so and then we'll add up all your wants your wants and see what that number is, okay? Because when I saw that number, it, 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 I was living with it. So most of my clients, when they see that number, they are also living with it and they're ready to make that transition. So we're talking about uh, mindset. That's, that's very important, transforming our mind so that we can think better and be more responsible with our finances. And then we'll start doing the budget and then we'll start doing the, the, the changing of the credit if we're doing the credit uh, repair programs. Um, and then we'll start um then we'll go into how you can you know save for the near future and the far future and invest in so we we get you're going to have the savings in place your emergency savings in place you'll have your your uh, insurance policies in place and then we'll start investing in things in things like stocks bonds and 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 um retirement planning so so that we, you will have the whole system. So it's a four-part system. Um, I love what I do. It, it works. My clients are homeowners. They're in school or just finishing school. They're, they're doing some amazing things, and I'm really proud of the clients that I've, I've served thus far. Mm, that's powerful. That's powerful. Uh, one of my team actually asked the question, um, you know, because you, you've heard people say this. I've heard it. I've heard it, Okay. People have said, well, I'm too young to get an insurance policy. I'm too young to worry about financial uh, freedom, you know, until I get 20 or 30. So think on that because, you know, I'm going to just let you handle it. And I ain't going to dive in it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, it's never too early. 30 is too late. 
because you've already been established. I got married at 30, and, and I thought that, you know, when I was in my 20s, when my dad was telling me, get your, get, uh, start ret- investing in your retirement, man, I can hold on for that day. I can do that later. But when I turn 30, I've missed out on so much money in my 20s. It's ridiculous. I could probably have tens of thousands of dollars saved up for my retirement now that I'm almost 40 years old. So if you have children, a lot of us have children in our 20s, that's the best time to get life insurance because it's more affordable then. The older you get, the less the affordability is diminished because now you're you're taking a chance that you may have health issues um, because those those are accounted for with certain um, insurance policies. Retirement, like I said, start as early as possible. Your first job, if they have retirement planning, take advantage of the 401K. And if they don't have it, take advantage of um, IRAs that you can get from a bank or some hire um, a financial advisor. So it's never too early. If you don't have children, um, I say get a small policy if you don't have children because, you know, someone has to uh, take care of the burial expenses. It may be your parents. So let's, let's help our parents and relieve us of the, them of the burden of having to pay for the burial expenses. But if you have children, there's no reason why you shouldn't, you don't have life insurance because when that, when, if you pass away um, untimely, um, who's going to take care of the children? And now those children are going to another relative or a loved one or a friend that you uh, trust. And now they have the, the not, I, burden is a bad word, but that's really what it is because it's another mouth to feed. So have life insurance at any age. Um, the earlier, the better. Start saving for retirement. The earlier, the better. Yeah, you didn't say that, okay? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Because we've seen a lot of stuff on social media and heard through our different churches and stuff of people, mm-hmm. you know, especially when it's a just say a difficult situation. That can be a loved one passing away or, you know, hospital bills, et cetera, et cetera. We, we need to have that. You know, not yeah. always getting ready, but always kind of have a preparation, and that's why you contact this wonderful young lady, okay, so you can get it done. I mean, we we tell you now this stuff you don't hear all the time, so you actually need to make sure you do this. You know, I could talk to you all day and night because uh, we need to have this financial conversation because when I realized that I was a, uh, just pretty much a financial uh, distribution center, my whole mindset changed from that, and and you don't have mm-hmm. to live in that state that, that you – you know, somebody said the other day on YouTube, I can't think of the lady's name, but she had me just, oh, my Lord. She said that, unfortunate people feel uh, not paycheck to paycheck, but paycheck to Monday. i like, oh, my God. So you telling me <laughs> like that, that the money goes by Monday. I said, yes, it is. And so we actually have the tools and resources here for you, ladies and gentlemen, that we can actually make wiser decisions when it comes to our finances, especially in our mindset. Well, sweetheart, give this for me. Lord have mercy. Ooh, I can talk all night, Jesus, to you. Tell us uh, anything else that we need to address, and then please tell us how we can uh, get your products and services, and then how we can support you as well on the different social media platforms. Okay, so I'm on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, FinancialBondageBroken.com. Uh, my handles on social media is uh, 
because my title, my my company name is so long, I broke it down to Finn Bond Broke, which is F I N B O N D. B-R-O-K-E. So like I said, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, my website is financialbondagebroken.com. And one tip that I would um, leave for your listeners is, you know, a budget is one of the most important tools for financial success. If you don't have a plan as to where you're going to go or how you're going to get to where you want to be financially, then you're walking it, it, and, and like you're walking in a dark room, you know, we walk, when you walk in a dark room where there's no light at all, you can't see anything that's in that dark room. So w- once you turn on the light and see, you can see everything that's going on. So let your budget be that light switch so that you can see what's going on, what you can eliminate, what you can decrease, um, what expenses you can decrease from, what expenses are you, you spending on, what are, what are you spending your money on that you don't need to spend on so that you can get on your, your, your journey, be successful on your journey to financial freedom. So keep a budget monitor that budget, maintain that budget. It is not your enemy. It is your best friend. That's right. We're going to drop a mic right there, okay? And <laughs> you know what I you, girl, you, mm-hmm. this, your company, the global, like you said, is a maker and all these places. But we need to have that information because you say it so wonderfully that it's not like, you, you, you know, you're saying it so calmly and peaceful that it's, don't, we don't feel that, yeah, we've made mistakes, but you're going to get us straight. So that's the thing about yeah. it. It's more of a, a nurturing that we have, that we have because through the process, you will actually make us actually wiser and our mindset will change. So we just thank you so much for being in your purpose, number one, and we just thank you so much for taking time out of your business schedule. Uh, being here on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast, if you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I, I had a good time. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we got to know about this brand new song. You be money, 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 money. Now, that wasn't, you know, a church song. That wasn't no church song. Okay, so don't be telling me no matters, okay? <laughs> Y'all know that song, okay? But we need to have financial wealth. Um, you know, especially it it, it, it it warms my heart. Let me just say a transparent thing quickly. It warms my heart of what I do now, you know, from the, you know, anesthesiologist to different business I have. Uh, my, my, my dad is 84, 80, yeah, 84, and my mom's is 79. It, it warms my heart when I can do things for them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know yes. everything should be, you know, monetary, but it is nice to have a, a, a new house. You know, it's nice to have a, yes. a, a new car. It's nice to have these things. And, you know, we get it kind of mixed up sometimes when it comes to Christianity. I mean, God wants us to have good things. The thing is, how your attitude with it. You know, a lot of times we yes. know that that's not what we need to be doing. But the that's point I'm trying true. to say, contact this amazing young woman. She's going to get you straight, okay? But... I'm telling you from a personal standpoint, it feels good that I could actually give back. Because I remember in medical school, my mom would slide me $20. Of course, mm-hmm. 20, you, you hear me? $20. Mm-hmm. And that probably was her, some of her, you know, grocery money, you know. That, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she did that for, you know, the years I was in medical school for four years. And, and so I just want to do what's right. 
okay? Because I sacrificed right. that her and my dad did for me. And you guys, you can do this, and it's not too late to start because I hear a lot of people saying that, no, it's not, okay? So That's I just want to say that. <laughs> but if That's you want to be a guest here of the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast, you know what to do. Go to ReneeSunday.com or DM us on any of the social media platforms. We hanging out even on TikTok, okay? <laughs> but if you want to be part of our magazine, we actually have Good Deeds magazine, we have the Caregiver magazine, and we have the magazine, and, and this is really taking off. I, I really was going to do this local in Georgia, but it, it's actually way in California, New York. And the name of it is the people of, so the people of whatever your state. And we actually... Because somebody way in California may need your services. They just hadn't seen you on social media. Social media is amazing. But a lot of times when people see you on the digital platform, see you in somebody's uh, email responder, et cetera, et cetera, they say, wait a minute, I need that person. So we actually have that. Right. If you want more information, please go to ReneeSunday.com. What I want you to know is okay. you do have a calling. You do have a purpose in this world. No matter what you said, no matter what somebody else has said to you. We have to, I'm included, we have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk that thing out, okay? we got to walk it out. And don't stop. You know what I'm going to say. Get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose, and we're getting our purpose now. I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I am the platform builder. I love you truly, and I want to thank you for joining us today, tonight. Well, matter where you are, okay, on the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast. I love you, love you, love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.